0: You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman, a chance to dig in and dig deep and kind of move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So, if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. When my my oldest daughter was in fifth grade, she had a bully. And it actually started way before that, but fifth grade was really kind of the culmination of it in the sense that it involved parents, it involved principals, it involved vice principals. Um, And it also was, interestingly enough, uh, re-triggering for me in many ways to experiences that I had when I was younger. And specifically when I was in fifth grade and I was bullied. And I'd done a lot of work Over the years on it, and especially when I was in a master's program in spiritual psychology. And one of the things that we were doing um, was a project where we were looking at the people, the places uh, in our lives where we were triggered most and where we could offer up not only an understanding of the story on a deeper level, but also to go through a piece around forgiveness. Forgiving uh, the person for the judgments that we've held against them. And forgiving our ultimately forgiving ourselves for the judgments that we held against ourselves as a result of that experience, so I thought, interestingly enough, that I was complete with that aspect of my life, with that experience of my life, having gone through it until my daughter started getting bullied and found myself pulled back into that world and a retriggering of my own memories. And a lot of anger was coming up for me. Uh, I, re- <laughs> I remember thinking I was going to, I wanted to beat this girl up and her father. You know, that's like, that was my, that was my mission at some point in my head, at least uh, doing it successfully in my head, but obviously not acting on it. And I was very disturbed at the way the school was handling it. Uh, they were just, walking on eggshells this whole you know no 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 bully no bully accepted concept but at the same time very very scared that they were going to get sued so walking on eggshells and at one point even in a meeting they actually turned the conversation around onto my daughter as if somehow she invited herself to be bullied and i i so i was just in all kinds of upset around it and was re-triggering for me as well and so I realized that you know there was uh an opening an opportunity for my for me and my inside game and at first I call those the suck so good moments at first I really was angry that I had to go back and do more work around it and then soon thereafter I was actually elated that I had the opportunity to take a deeper cut because I always do believe that there's a deeper cut and the inside game is an ongoing game. It's not, you don't arrive. You're always arriving and there's always a deeper opportunity. So I realized that something was still up for me because I found myself very, very reactive, very protective of my daughter, which, you know, some would say is a very natural thing. You want to protect your kids. But I realized I also had uh, a reopening of some, some wounds for myself around that. So in the process of, trying to get all that worked out with school and, and meetings and principals and vice principals, all that stuff. I decided that I, you know what? I, I'm going to find my bully. I'm going to go find my bully. And I started to do research. I went through obviously social media and Facebook and I went through all these things. I remember a kid's name very, very clearly. Um, I remember his sister's name who was actually in my grade. I was in fifth grade at the time. He was in seventh grade. And we were, I was playing basketball on a Saturday morning. It was like a wreck uh, rec, uh, morning, they called it, I think, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, where you, they'd open the gym on Saturday morning, and you go and you play basketball and other things that were going on there for, for a couple hours. So I remember playing basketball, and I remember I was playing, and I remember seeing this kid, he was in seventh grade, a couple years older, a couple grades older. Uh, Sitting on the stage with his friends, and they were like looking at me and they were laughing, and I was like, I knew that it wasn't good. (laughs) I just knew at that point it was not a good scenario. And at one point, um I even saw the sister, who was actually a friend of mine in my class, was also participating in the laughter, and I just knew it was about me and around me. So the wreck ended, and the teacher left the room to go turn off the main lights. The main lights were in another uh, closet outside the room. And I remember he turned off the lights and this kid came up to me and he said, is your name Newman? And I said, yes. And he goes, are you Jewish? And I said, yes. And the next thing you know, I was on the ground. Scared out of my mind. uh, You know, he hit me into next Tuesday. I mean, it was, it was Saturday and I, I I think it was Tuesday when I woke up. But the teacher, thank God, had walked back in and saw like the aftermath of what happened and kind of didn't actually see the hit, but saw me on the ground and knew that it wasn't good and kind of broke it up. Not that there was anything else to do there, to be honest with you. There was there was no other challenges that would be available to me in that moment. Uh, I was down and I was scared. So I remember going home, got a ride home from a friend. Friend's mom and I remember going to my room and I just remember crying. I didn't talk to my parents about it. I didn't talk to, I didn't talk to anybody about it. And I just kind of let it stew. And I had those kinds of experiences as a kid growing up, not just in uh, elementary school, but also in in junior high as well. And cut two years later, going through this master's program and having this opportunity to confront within me. Uh this experience and be able to make peace in a way with him and also within myself thought was very healing. But there I was re-triggered, reactivated all over again. So I decided I'm gonna find him. So I went and I asked, you know, people that a couple of people that I'm still in touch with from high school and grew up with, do you ever know what happened to this guy? You remember who that guy? Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Do you remember his sister? Yeah, she was in our grade. Yeah. Do you remember what happened there? No. And I, and I searched and I searched and I searched and I could not could not find him. And I remember in the process of doing it, I remember saying to myself, you know, well, if I'm going to take a deeper cut here, because I may not be able to find him, because in my mind, if I found him, I was wondering, what was I going to find? Was I going to find uh, a frail, remorseful guy who would be wholly apologetic if I called him up and told him my name and told him what happened and what I remember, would he be uh, remorseful? Would he be apologetic or would he be an asshole and say, you know, and still have the same feelings and all that. So I played the scenario over in my mind a million times, a million different ways, what I was going to say, how I was going to say it. And I was in the process of doing that was in many ways, re-triggering myself around a lot of stuff. So, I, I I came up short. I couldn't find him. I said, you know what? I was talking to this company online. They have an online website. And I said, and, and and being that I love to write, I said, you know, I want to write an article about this called Finding My Bully. Because in the process of that, I wanted to talk about and really look at what's the deeper cut. What's the deeper cut? And I started to look at. Okay, so what are the ways? Right, and I'm still being reactivated. In many ways, by my own experience through my daughter's experience at the same age. There's no this is no coincidence. And I want to take full advantage of this because the inside game challenges me to always know that there is a deeper cut, to always want to step in, to learn, to grow, that it's it's an ongoing game. It's not just in one moment. That there always is a deeper cut when you're ready, when I'm ready for that deeper cut, something's going to appear and to be okay with it. And so I wrote this article, and in the process of doing that i I also confronted myself in what ways have i bullied myself, in what ways have aspects of my own self bullied me, been critical of me, had given myself a hard time, all that stuff, and so I went through that process, and I wrote this whole article, and I was really excited by it and it was very cathartic for me. And I was knowing that I needed to be more peaceful because I was really going to be able to support my daughter. I had to do it from a place of love and not from a place of my own fear. So I write this article and it comes out and it gets a, gets a decent amount of attention. It's called finding my bully. And in the process of watching what, what my daughter was going through, I started to think about, not just for myself, like post writing this article and doing my work and forgiving myself for the judgments I've held against myself and the ways that I bullied myself, all vital and all important. I started to think, where in my life was I perhaps a bully to other people? And all of a sudden it just hit me and hit me hard and I realized, oh, wow. There was this one time when myself and a couple of my friends were bullying this one guy, like scaring him. Like when I finally allowed it to come to the surface, I could see where I was physically standing in this building when it happened, who was there where I was standing, who was next to me. It was like, it was all of a sudden this movie just came back and it just flooded me. And I remember seeing as clear as it was, and this is like 50 years ago, 45, 50 years ago. I mean, I remember clearly seeing this kid's face and how scared he was. And I suddenly remembered I think I'm friendly with him somehow on Facebook. You know, because we ultimately knew so many people and so many years go by that somehow, somewhere along the way, he must have friended me or something and I accepted and whatever. You know, you just, you you kind of push all that stuff aside and say, ah, it was kid stuff. It was kid stuff. But here it was like just sitting with me. So present. So I thought to myself, I got to, I have to do this. I have to do this. I had never spoken to him on Facebook before. Once in a while, his stuff would pop up on my feed. We had all these mutual friends in common. We went to rival high schools. And so I said, you know what? I have to do this. And I went into Messenger. And I sent him a text message. And I said, hey, I said, I know it's been many, many years. I said, but I distinctly recall a time when my behavior towards you, along with some other guys, was not okay, was inappropriate, was unacceptable. And I've carried this with me in my body, and I'm telling the story, and I'm feeling the tears welling up now, that what I did and how it made you feel is not acceptable. It's not okay. And I'm, if you're open to it, you know, and I'll understand if not, I said, I, you know, I'm asking for your forgiveness. And I hit send. And I felt just an immediate sense of relief. And I don't think it was 10 minutes. 10 minutes it went by. And he responded. And he said, hey, Mitch, he said, thank you for this. It means a lot. He said, all is forgiven. You have a beautiful family. A huge weight just just felt more and more weight just leaving my body. I had no idea I'd been carrying this so long. And I was so excited by the experience. I was so relieved and grateful for the experience. Not realizing just how much of a hold it had on me. That I ran upstairs and I walked into the room where my wife was sitting. And I looked at her and she looked at me and she goes, what? I go, and I couldn't get. A word out. And I just burst into tears. Just hysterical crying. And my in my wife's what? What? What's going on? And I kept trying to talk and trying to tell. I could it took me a few minutes before I could, I could calm myself down enough to realize just how much I'd been holding on to in my body for all this time. It was taking space inside my body. That I was able to release it. To have his blessing on top of it. He didn't have to. He could have told me to go fuck myself. But I've been storing this in my body for all these decades. And that day. My daughter walked in the door and she was beaming and she was excited. Guess what? Guess what? What? The teachers, a couple teachers, you know, our teachers got us together and we talked through it. And I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay, Daddy. So there's a lot of healing in that moment for myself. <clears throat> Hopefully for my daughter. And the timing of it of what I had just literally experienced in asking. and Because I totally had thought I had forgot about it when I actually just thought, no, no, this was not okay. What I participated in was not okay. And then I handled it that moment, and I handled it that day, and that day was the day she walked in the door. I shared that. So let me tell you this. The inside game is an ongoing game. There's always a deeper cut. There's always an opportunity for growth and healing when we're ready. Despite thinking that what I had achieved and what I had accomplished years earlier by going through that process, participating when I was in school, and thinking I had healed it and healed that within me, I was ready for this deeper cut. The deeper cut that allowed me to not only see the ways in which I bullied myself, on a deeper level, but the way I actually bullied another person that I participated in, that's not okay. And the willingness to reach out and to ask for forgiveness and to get it, and then to share that with my wife and to be realizing just how much I've been holding on for so many decades, for so long, that I was ready. See, consciousness is not a destiny. Not a destination. Transformation is not a straight line. There's always a deeper cut. And the inside game is an ongoing game. And I encourage you to listen into this podcast, to hear the stories that I'm sharing, that I want you to understand. Because when you choose it, and consciousness perhaps isn't for everybody, but when you choose it, it is an ongoing game. And when you start to see what you can do on the inside and how it can affect the world and your world on the outside, that's when you know you truly have game. You're truly here to win and to lift other people up, not just yourself, but to lift other people up. So I could be there present for my daughter and her experience without my own experience. Revisiting me and blocking my ability to support her. Where else does this happen in life for us? Where are the other places that we notice in our lives where not doing the own your own inside work, my own inside work, creates a block in our ability to really lift other people up. So I found my bully that day, and that bully was me. And I asked for forgiveness, and I got it, and I forgave myself for the choices that were made. And I was then able to show up, fully show up. 100% 100% show up and be there and be present for my daughter. And just the lifting of that energy and the lifting of that frequency and the own work that I did in that moment did not fall on deaf ears in the universe because my daughter walked in the door and said, Daddy, I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. And you know what? It was okay. It is okay. Even in the challenges. It's okay. It's okay. see you again next time so if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing i would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game any comments reviews suggestions all are welcomed and appreciated tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing at least somewhere (laughs) and if i'm missing the mark don't hold back I want to hear that too. So until next time, don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.